Thanks for tuning into this episode of Through Jeremiah's Eyes. Today I'm joined by a very impactful person in my life who is my freshman roommate here at NCANT. He helped me get acclimated to the campus life and just the area as I'm from Virginia and he was from here in Greensboro. Uh, we actually just got back on campus to start this spring semester and we're ready to see how the semester goes. Today we're going to be talking about the battle of fighting the expectations of others and pursuing what you really want in life, no matter what room that may be. So, Will, if you could introduce yourself. Yeah, that was a crazy introduction. I mean, you feel really good and stuff. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hey everybody. Uh, my name is Will Teasley. I'm a junior industrial system engineering student at the illustrious North Carolina A&T State University. But uh, when he had told me that I had to come up with an uh, introduction, I was thinking, like, at some point I want to be able to say, like, what I actually want to say rather than, you know, the elevator pitch that yeah. they trained us to say here. But um, the introduction I want to give is my name is Will and I'm a photographer, you know. A photographer. Yeah, I'm a photographer. <laughs> my name is Will and I'm a photographer. What's I your majors? Industrial Systems Engineering, which <laughs> is as far away from photography as you could possibly get. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, my name is Will. I'm from Greensboro. Been here for a little bit and, you know, I'm excited to be on the podcast. Thank you for joining me. Speaking of photography, that's one of your hobbies. Um, what are some of your other hobbies and passions? Man, look, uh, so uh, photography, albeit, is, you know, my personal passion. That's the one that stuck with me for the longest time. But I've always had the uh, the desire to just do something creative. So sometime there, I was making rugs. Um, like Which were hard. Thing going. Yeah, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, I was making rugs. Um, I do uh, a lot of time watching movies, listening to music, you know, just that normal stuff. But in terms of hobbies, I would say rugs and photography really took over my life once I made it to college. And if you could drop everything, being fully financially stable, like not having to worry about money, anything, what avenue would you pursue? Would it be oh, the photography? Photography, absolutely. Um, you know, being an industrial system engineering student, being a STEM student as it is, there's just a lot of expectations that you get based off of, you know, the amount of money that you're supposed to make out of college, the amount of yeah. effort that you're supposed to put in college. And then, I mean, not to put us on blast like that, but we are both full, full ride. We're both full ride recipients of a scholarship. Yeah. And so, you know, the, the expectation, which kind of goes into the entire point of this podcast the expectation to you know be able to fulfill the requirements it takes to be a full ride student and the you know the idea that you know somebody else could use that opportunity you know that that keeps you afloat and that keeps that three yeah. five looming over you to keep that money um but if i could pursue absolutely anything i would love 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 to be you know, content creator, be able to sit down and be able to, you know, make the money I want to make traveling the world, taking photos of just amazing people in amazing places and, you know, finalizing and crafting my own style around my, my personal hobbies. (laughs) 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 Oh, shucks. But yeah, that's me. That was beautiful. And yeah, that whole scholarship piece about having the expectations that I feel like that holds back a lot of people. Um, and what they want to do because maybe our ideas or thoughts on what we want to do have changed but we've been given blessed or we've been blessed with this opportunity so it's like 
Yeah. You kind of feel obligated. Obligated, yeah. To yeah, yeah. It's it, it's definitely an obligation because I remember um, right when they announced like who got it and everything, they sent us a little questionnaire and they were like, what do you want to do with your degree? Oh, if yeah. you look back, I like said I wanted to work in an automotive industry. I never <laughs> wanted to work in an automotive industry. I never wanted to, but, um, you know... In terms of the expectations that are just over you, you know, we are in an extremely privileged position. Yeah. And, you know, people would fight to be in this position. And I have nothing but respect, not only for the other people in my cohort and, you know, the uh, the people that put me in this position, but just as a student, having to, you know, not only fight your personal ambitions and what you kind of want to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. And just the fear that, like, if I... Don't get this three five. I would have wasted it. I think the I think the idea of wasting it is is what's most scary, and I think will um, resonate not only with students that you know are in similar positions to us, but just in general, like we're just scared. <laughs> like yeah. the one the one vibe I can get based off of everybody is that we're just scared about entering the world that we're going into, um, how it is currently. Like we are doing college in a global pandemic. And yeah. I was, was going to fight not to bring that up, but it's kind of impossible at this point. Yeah. You know we just I mean? got thrown into it. Freshman year. Yeah. Freshman year. Bro, freshman year. It started off so different we than cooling, how it ended. Cooling. And now the idea of like not being online just doesn't seem like a, like realistic. Yeah. Man. But we're going off topic. But, <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just a lot. And, you know, it's a it's a heavy weight that's on every single student that I've ever talked to. It's just yeah. like, you know, we want to have these massive ambitions and we want to change the world. And we're at, you know, the number one HBCU and we're we're here and we're conscious and we're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then, you know, somewhere along the line in these four years, while you're maturing and meeting all these new people and, you know, getting all these brand new experiences in this brand new place. Start questioning and thinking about stuff. Yeah, like, you know, maybe I want to be a singer. And that's okay. You know, that's perfectly fine. If if your passion is singing, please, please, please do what you got to do. But, you know, it's always like, not can you, but should you. And that's that's scary. Yeah, should you give... It's even like, I know so many people, I just know from our position of having full-ride scholarships that had to debate so much about changing their major. Because they found out that what they went into college doing or wanting to pursue wasn't actually what they thought it was or it wasn't as interesting as something else that they got exposed to in college. But that's one of the good things about college. You can go these different avenues, but it's like everybody was being constricted on what they or constricted from what they wanted to pursue. Yeah. Because of the expectations of other people. Yeah. How do you <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I've known so many people that you know went through that battle of changing their majors, and I think that just comes from like you know you hear something and you hear like this career makes a lot of money, and this is what I did. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I actually spent this summer meeting a lot of people that like the jobs that they have now, they absolutely love, and just didn't line up with their 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 academic careers in the yeah. slightest. Which I think is it's a scary thing, too. Like, I've said scary so much, but, like, it's scary, too, because it's like, how did you end up in that space and you were this major? Yeah. Like, how did A, how did this how did get, a to, get to Z? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and so it's advertised as like a straight shot, but that's not not that's not, not how it is. Not at all. That's not how life works. And I don't man. <laughs> there's just so much. Like there's so much in my head in terms of this this specific topic and I'm not trying to like bite into your questions, but No, you just, just it's just, just weird, continue, man, these like, questions are just gonna be probing thought. It's just a lot. So actually I'm gonna ask you a question. I'm gonna ask you a question. So I'm sitting here. We're currently in Jeremiah's room right now. And so I'm looking at these posters that he has on his wall that are these presentations that he's done over the past, what, year? Yeah. Year. And he was explaining them to me. And, of course, they made absolutely no sense to me. But <laughs> he explained them really well. It has nothing to do with him. It's me. But I'm sitting here and I'm looking at these and I'm like, this is extremely in-depth. And they're, they're honestly beautiful to look at. But do you see you taking this anywhere further like you you put so much time effort energy into that where is this going after this like are you are you passionate about sculpting fish that's my question so research wise um this was like my so freshman year um got cut short due to covid but that was my first like taste in research but i barely even got to start because of covid um and this opportunity came up this past summer and this was like my first like deep dive into research that was actually interesting to me is dealing with marine biology and fish ventilation which i won't really dive into now because that's it's a whole it's so much it's so much it's a whole bunch to explain but there were just questions that came up during the research that are like i want to know why this is in What's been understood in the science was disproven by my research. So I want to be able to unpack that even further. I'm always asking questions about life, which is why I'm interested in so many different, different things. things yeah. um, but scope and ventilation, I eventually want to be either a first author or co-author on a paper um, with this research that I did. Because as you said, I put in so much time, effort, and energy into it. So I definitely want to be able to get something out of it. But I feel like this specific project, I don't know how far I would go with it. Like I don't plan on making a career out of it. Yeah. But the Which introduction yeah. yeah. But the introduction and exposure to me in research makes me wanna do research more in the future. Just because I was never exposed to it in the way that I was yeah. this past summer. Yeah. I think I think that's a really interesting point to bring up and like kind of what what struck out to me when what you said was like the exposure in it rather than the actual information in it. Yeah. And so like seeing, you know, you do like doing research. You love the research aspect and you like proving people from the 1960s wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and so that, that aspect of the exposure is something that like, if you know my story and you know, kind of like what I, what I like to do within my personal and professional career, the exposure aspect is something that I kind of leaned way too far into and I kind of pigeonholed myself. And so you're someone that I can, I know I can say confidently didn't pigeonhole themselves. Like you have a lot of different experiences that you can grab from. You can say, look, I've got a little bit of this. I got a little bit of this. I yeah. got a little bit of this. And you're like, kind of like the jack of all trades. I'm like, I'm going to do spend every single second of my entire <laughs> college career on this one thing. And I've made it to the point where I'm like, yes, I'm still passionate about it. Yes, I'm still, you know, yes, I'm still probably going to do that once I graduate. However, yeah. 
look, there's there's I other have, stuff that's your interest. There's so many other things, and so um, just to kind of let y'all in on it, um, like I said, I'm in industrial system engineering, and I found a particular passion in resolving food insecurity within my community, and so uh, that led to you know a lot of different research opportunities, um, conferences, the uh, Swipe Out Hunger program that's at ANT. <laughs> but, uh, you guys, like, that's like a small thing that's like something that should be implemented like nationwide at every college campus university anyways um so <laughs> so we um so yeah that's 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 what i found a passion in and kind of was able to tweak my my academic degree into kind of being like yes this is something i can do for the rest of my life and so starting, even before I was a freshman, I was doing research in that. During my time as a freshman, I was doing research in that. My first uh, internship was with the Second Harvest Food Bank under um, Eric Aft, who's the CEO. And I was able to meet all these amazing people. I was able to do all these amazing presentations. Um, just the, the people that I've met within this world, there's a true passion that they have that, you know, I have as well. Yeah. It's... Just I'm getting to the point where I'm like, okay, cool. If I actually want to be an engineer, I have zero experience. <laughs> like, like I have just my textbooks, and that's the only thing I have that's going to carry me through. Yeah. I'm sitting here in class, and they're like, yeah, I've got, you know, um, I've got internships at this facility. And I realized I didn't kind of want to do that, so I got research in this. And then, you know, I'm working at Chick-fil-A, and I'm working at Merck, yeah. and I'm working at all these different types of places. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's just say... At some point, I'm just like, I just don't want to do this food insecurity thing anymore. What if yeah. I actually say I want to go be an engineer? I go to a firm and they're like, okay, cool. What work have you done? And I'm like, swipe on hunger? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, so I'm sitting here and I'm like, did I pigeonhole myself into only having one option or I'm bust? And so that's something I'm fighting with right now. And it's, like I said before, it's scary because if I really want to continue down this road, which as of right now, like don't don't think like I'm I'm giving up on you know my passion and yeah. everything. Like I still truly and honestly do care about this type of work. It's just like, what if within the next two years they figure out what longer? Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like like what if before I graduate they just figure it out? And now and you I'm can't plan here, for that. Yeah, you can't. You can't plan for it. And I don't have another option other than you know photography. Yeah, like, we can. Which is also. You're really good at photography too. Hey, hey man, hey man, <laughs> hey man. I appreciate it, but um, I don't know, I don't know. I I love photography for what it is. Um, I love the the create the creative liberty that I have within it, and it's truly, truly, truly my ambition. However, however, <laughs> however, comma, however, um, the idea of you know, sitting here and being like, you know what? I'm going to graduate and I'm going to move to New York and I'm going to shoot and photos and I'm going to post videos on TikTok about my photography. And yeah. I just couldn't do it. I just could not do it. The household that I grew up in, not to say like my parents wouldn't support me and they wouldn't be like, go do it, go do it. Like they would absolutely because, you know, I love my parents to death. They, yes. they, they, they've been nothing but supportive to me. But just the the internal expectation that I have of myself, I just could not do it. Like I could not have that. Could not, 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 
You know what I'm trying to say. Like I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't yeah. lack that ability to have job security. Yeah. Within this world of food insecurity, I have job security. Like I, I've already gotten offers to work at plenty of different places. You know, if you know, I could graduate right now and be okay. And now I'm sitting here looking at graduate school, and it's yeah. like, uh, you, you're fine. You know what I'm saying? Like you're okay, but you know something keeps telling me like the back of my head. That little voice is just like. Go do more, do more, do more, and it's like there's nobody saying that, and I'm privileged to have nobody really saying that yeah. in my ear. It's literally just the self-imposed expectations of like you know you have full ride scholarship, you're going for a national scholarship right now. You've took the time and effort to meet all these people, and now they're sitting here and they're like, yeah, we'll, and they have we'll, expectations for you because yeah. when somebody signs up for you or writes a letter of recommendation, exactly suggests you, you need to execute. something, yeah, you have to because that shows. It also shows on them. That's also a testament to what they believe. If they believe in you, they're pretty much endorsing you in your work. Yeah. So man. if you're like, if they throw you the love, and then you're like, then you're actually, like, I'm not about to come up for that. I like taking photos. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. And so, even with, so, I'm going to just be candid. So I'm going out for a national scholarship right now. Dog. Yeah. And hardest thing I've ever done in my life. To be honest, and it, completely understandable. Yeah, hardest thing I've ever done, simply because the process shook me to my core and put me on this idea where it's like, man, do I want to be a photographer? And yeah. it's, it's nothing to do with like the team that I'm a part of or anything like that. It's really just you know the the demands to exist within the world of public policy and then be a true and honest advocate for these communities that I'm trying to impact. It's, once again, that word scary, where yeah. it's like, can I do it? And then you sit here in an interview and you're like, I do this and this and this and this. No, the opposite, actually. <laughs> yeah, I folded. I absolutely <laughs> folded. It was terrible. Um, But, you know, which privileged enough to, you know, make it to the next step. But now it's just like the, the pressure just only increased tenfold. Because it's like, now I have, you know, campus nomination, and now I have, you know, I, I announced that. People are like, okay, cool. Now, what's the next step? Like, what's, yeah. what, what, what are you doing next? Like, are you, are you, are you, you know, correcting your application? Are you preparing yourself for the next step? Like, and I'm like, yeah. of course I am. And I was like, okay, now your eyes are on me watching me doing this when I was fairly secretive about it before. Yeah. And it's But people scary, notice you being great. Man. It's people scary. notice you being great, though. It's scary. No, it's scary. It's scary. But, you know, it's it's cool. It's it's cool being in this position where I can sit here and people do have high expectations of me. But then, you know, we was just watching a video with Will Smith. And yeah. the dude said, you know, you can't ask somebody advice for what you're going to do with your life. Yeah. And just uh, having to battle with, you know, people put themselves on the line for me to be in this position. And so, who am I to kind of look that down and be like, no, yeah. I'm just going to do what I want. Peace out. But it's also something that everybody, I guess everybody has to do, in a way. Everybody has to look out for their own happiness Personal and joy. Personal interest, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So, for sure. I guess they can't really, or just like in general, people can't really um, like hate on you or be upset, just like anybody in general, about you changing your interest or choosing that you want to pursue this or that you want to pursue that 
And that look, also comes with them trying to give you opportunity or and that's facts. anything. And that's facts. And that's facts. For sure. For sure. But I refuse to believe, you know, you don't sit there and you look at people around you and you're like, you really had something good going for you. And and you fumbled the bag. You fumbled the bag. Yeah. yeah. I, I would hate to be on the opposite end of that. I would uh but once again, that's that's personal. Like yeah. I shouldn't care about that, but I do. That's just you know. It's the Leo in me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. um, but yeah, no, no, no. Next question, next question, because I'm, <laughs> I'm getting depressed. So. Uh, how do you feel like these expectations have affected people on campus, or at least people that you know? Man, it's like the same thing. Man, we are hurting. We are hurting. We go to the largest and number one HBCU. We honestly, when it, I think A and T has this weird expectation around it to produce, you know, the number one, uh, the high to be the highest producer of black engineers to yeah. to put out the best nurses that you're going to get in North Carolina, hands down. Yep. Period. You know, the uh, political science um, degree and track here gas the, yeah. the we have like one of the number one public hbcu graduate business programs like we we have that expectation put on us and so our students are sitting here and we're like look we're going to come to it a&t and we're going to show our butts you know what i'm saying we're going to do what we got to do we're going to get these internships hands down we're going to have the largest career fair the largest career fair <laughs> in the south and yeah. People outside of Antioch are going to come here and they're going to be like, well, we're going to get jobs. Yeah. We're going to have Apple and, and Microsoft, Microsoft Google. and IBM and Google and, and Kellogg's and all these places come here because they want smart students, period. You know what I'm saying? And so that puts this weird... Honestly, I don't know about any other campus because, you know, I go to Antioch. Yeah. But I see that I feel like that kind of vibe of, you know, how we look puts us just in a terrible position because it's like we can go off and we can do what we want and then we're called bougie by other HBCUs or other campuses. Or we can not do that, continue what we want, and we're like, ah, it's just another HBCU kid, which I hate. I hate everything (laughs) in my soul, bro. I hate it. I hate it. it. Fighting words. Yeah, (laughs) literally. Box me, bro. (laughs) Right. But um, I don't know. ANC is really unique because, you know, there's so many different people that come here. There's so many different cities and states and, and places and, and, you know, vernaculars and cultures and styles and art and just everything that comes to ANC. And with that comes, you know, the, the, the expectations of each of those cities to act a certain way, talk a certain way. But then, you know, you get to campus and then it just becomes one big melting pot. Yeah. So we're having a great time together. And we leave and we're like, oh, this is yeah, that, yeah, that, was, that was unique. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that wasn't what the next stage is. And so, you know, I have a weird appreciation for the time that I do have in college. And I, I, I hope this answers your question. But um, I want to utilize this time as well as I can. And I'm getting to the point where I don't think I did. And I feel know, like you definitely did. Uh, yada, yada, yada. You yeah. gotta recognize what you do, man. Whatever. And I feel like, I feel like that's also another thing that comes with the expectations <sighs> thing, because I see both ends of the expectations thing. But I personally, I like having eyes on me. 
I like having the expectations or right. having to or being like you can have it. <laughs> you can have it because it's like I try and look at it through, I guess, the best life that I can. I guess because of course it can add stress or it can add this like oh you have to do this because this is what other people think that you should do or this is what you should do because you feel like for some reason this is what you should do but you know deep down what you actually want to do i'm just i just got to the point where i'm like i want to do this so i'm going to do this it doesn't matter if it's in my field or specific what like what i'm doing in college does not determine what i'm gonna do outside of college or opportunities that i'm going to take or anything like that and fact it's fact. like fact but do you think that comes with our privilege though what do you mean like we are full ride students like we're given the opportunity to say you know i'm coming out of school with zero debt yeah. so if i decide after school i want to be a photographer i'm not in debt leaving that situation yeah. like that's that's one thing where you don't have to fight back res- against that yeah like i i respect the fact that i am in an extremely privileged position and so i don't feel comfortable disregarding everything that i did in college if that's the if that's the road that i put myself on when I, the second i got here then that's when i have to go on because i understand that you know other students are not in that position you know like they came to school they came here to get a degree and they came to get out and use that degree within their own particular field because yeah. they understand look i gotta make this money i gotta pay back my my uh my mom i gotta pay back the federal government byron over here looking at you talking about <laughs> yeah you're gonna pay me in may bet that. Yeah. like like we're in a position where we really don't have to worry about that and i respect it for sure and so i couldn't imagine saying like you know well it was a fun four years and it was free so i'm just gonna keep on vibing and be a photographer no i like it just it just hits my ear wrong i, I couldn't do it yeah, well, I'll definitely say not just be like, yeah, completely disregard everything that you did in college, and I'm just gonna go and do something because that's like hella risk yeah. when you just evaded the risk by getting a full ride and getting yourself through college. Because um, we also have to recognize that we put ourselves through whatever we put ourselves through to be able to get this full ride, which was a lot of time, a lot of high school was rough. High school was rough. <laughs> uh, it's like we didn't get to the point that we're at because of nothing so Ooh. Ooh. did we Ooh. did we I, I won't say we did however or I won't say we didn't I will say however I think that you know we are in this position and it's a blessing for sure and I wouldn't look down on anybody that didn't receive that opportunity yeah I would, I would, I wouldn't, I would hate to be the person to be like, well, I worked harder than you. That's not true. I got a little bit lucky and said the right things when I had to say them. That's. We got blessed with it. Yeah, we got blessed with it. We got blessed with it. I got a 1320 on the SAT, bro. <laughs> like, cool, but you know, I. And I got I'm a 1210 on the SAT. Ah, shout out. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> but, um, but you know, we, we got extremely lucky and extremely blessed yeah. to be given this opportunity because there are a lot of students that you know didn't get that opportunity and you know they're they're boxing for what they have to box for and are respected and if there's any way that i can be an advocate for you then i absolutely will which yeah. is why i am so passionate about you know college food insecurity because you know i am in an extremely privileged situation yeah like i i use my money to pay my rent every single month there are a lot of students that don't that 
can't say that can't yeah that can't do that there are a lot of students that you know as soon as they like my brother who um who did not receive you know a lot of scholarships to come to campus he's sitting here like look i'm gonna keep pushing this out so i can have some time to get some money to pay my bills back because you have like a certain grace period and it's like taking that into account we we, we don't never, have to do we that we never have to think about like that. loan paper I, exactly like, we no fastball who exactly yeah. we're we're privileged like yeah we're, and it's a beautiful thing and i would never ever ever take that for granted and when it comes to the the idea of expectation versus ambition it feels like if i follow the ambition track that's me taking it for granted i feel like that's using it as it's using it to your advantage as i'm saying i'm not saying like completely disregard uh like what you're doing in college and completely be like yeah this was this was a good run this four years of not having to pay for college when that's it's a big problem just that's a whole nother topic student loans Um, man (laughs) but not having to worry about student loans and then being like oh well i'm about to go and take this super risky path to try and follow my passions which i also advocate for following passions and everything but as you said that doesn't secure you a stable income that doesn't make sure that you're financially stable that doesn't fit all of your needs i forgot what i was saying um um what was i about to say um i know basically the position that we're in i feel like it would be limiting to not also follow your interests and passions and dreams because then that expo that exposure thing you wouldn't be able to get the exposure to the different things if you were just stuck on the one specific thing. Specific thing. Yeah. You're talking about the automotive industry, but food insecurity could is you, where... Right. Could you imagine <laughs> me in a factory, bro? It's not happening. But it's food insecurity happening. is where your passion is at. Yeah. That's where your heart is at. But that wouldn't have happened if you just were confined by what everybody saw on that website um, when they announced who got the scholarship. Yeah, which is fact, which is fact, which, is, which I think is a very good point because, you know, um, I was exposed to food insecurity from a researcher standpoint through my major, which is why I kind of realized like, hey, there might be, you know, history in this. There might yeah. be a possibility in this. But um, I think my my overarching point in my own kind of expectation and how I kind of folded in terms of my own development was I was so hell-bent on this is what I want to do. This is it. Everybody likes the fact that I do this. And I like the fact that I do this. And, you know, people are saying, like, you know, I got the opportunity to do Swipe Out Hunger. And people are like, that's gas. And that's what I'm, like, talking about now because people are like, that was really well done. It's really cool. and It's a really great thing on campus. And I'm like, they really liked that but I really want to take their photo right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I really want to shoot. I really want to do a photo yeah. shoot with you right now. And so... But just, you can do both things. I, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Could. Won't. Why? Because... The expectations? The expectation. The expectation. I couldn't imagine going off graduating. Going to grad school. I would like to get my master's in public administration and nonprofit organizational management certificate from a number of schools. Don't know which one yet. I've got a list. However, continue doing school. Let's say, blessed again, 
Truman. Cool. Gas. Love it here. Right? And then I'm like, yeah. And then on the weekends, I'm in New York doing photo shoots with my friends. Ah. I'm shooting for a GQ. Ah. And then it's like the the effort and time that it takes to get to the point where you actually can sustain yourself off of an artistic career. That's a full-time job yeah. in and of itself. That is a full-time job. There's the I was literally right before this, I was watching this TikTok and this girl was talking about, you know, there's a difference between doing art for a living and being a working artist. And I couldn't comprehend what I would look like in either capacity. Because the idea of just not having the security, not putting in those four years when you are doing this for free, not being able to have the security and saying like, well, look, if this doesn't end up working out, will you be okay afterwards? Yeah, I'm going to graduate with a BS in industrial system engineering. I can go to a company, but I lack the experience that I do have in food insecurity. So if I would like to continue the world with what I have that base experience in, if food insecurity is my art, I can make a living doing that art. I've taken a couple photos here and there. I love it. I love every second of it. I love setting up a studio. I love breaking down a studio. I love doing the practice shots. Because you're doing what you're passionate about. That's my passion. That makes me happy. However, when you look at what it takes to get to the point where you are both a working artist and doing your art for a living, that, once again, comes with a lot of luck and a lot of blessings. The exact situation that got us the Dowdy scholarship. Come on now. So then, but then what is limiting you from? Hey, my luck's running out, big homie. <laughs> my luck's running out. Well, um, I mean, you got the national, you got in the campus nomination for the Truman. Say you get the Truman scholarship. Continue second. with continue with the route, still doing photography on the side. That's your security in being able to impact the world with food insecurity in the way that you want to. For sure. While also pursuing your passion in photography. For sure. And I'm sure there's some way to put the two together. However, I have not figured it out yet. I Photograph. Hungry people. Food insecurity. Photograph the, these these communities that are being dis, disenfranchised and redlined and, and can't even get uh, a, a stable enough grocery store to have ground beef. Like, Auntie isn't a food desert. We currently live in a food desert. Yeah. What would I look like photographing? When I can, when I have the experience to write policy to change that, I have the experience to come up with swipe out hunger and establish it on this campus. I didn't come up with swipe out hunger, mind you, but um, just established it on the campus. I'm I'm, going to give the people the credit. Swipe out hunger was an amazing program. Mm -hmm. Um, The idea came from UNC Charlotte Mm -hmm. when I met with them, but that even comes back to, you know, I was exposed to that. And I said, this would be a great thing that would be on our campus. And I did the work that it took to get it established on this campus. Cool. In the long run, no, not even the long run, in the immediate run, what's going to be better in terms of helping my clientele? Mm -hmm. Taking photos of them or getting them swipes to eat? But at the same time, you said, I feel like bridging your passions and then making it to into a 
like making yourself into a product in a sense, a unique product in a sense. Like this became a therapy session really fast. <laughs> <laughs> so like being able to bridge your photography with food insecurity, I feel like if you're photographing food insecurity, that's what differentiates you from other people that are writing policy or just doing work in within food insecurity. You're somebody that's able to implement a program like Swipe Out Hunger, but then you're also able to do the research behind food insecurity, but you're also able to go out into the field and advocate for it. That sets you apart from every other person that you know that's doing that. Okay, correct or incorrect? Correct and incorrect. No, correct. Which is correct the same and thing? Incorrect. How is it incorrect? I don't know. Okay, but... thank you. So, and <laughs> but, you it's know, like it's the same thing as yeah, that I'm doing yeah, with yeah. the whole vet thing. I want to be an exotic animal vet. Fact. But I'm also. But also you want just to have did a business. A, like a fellowship at ESPN. Yeah, I was doing stuff with yeah. NFL, and that's yeah. totally that's a totally different realm. But I'm doing this podcast. What does this have to do with animals? It's gas. But it doesn't have anything to do with animals. Either way, either way, either way. I think, so, consistently, consistently, I've told this man, he's the most well-put-together person I've ever met. I don't you think that see, I am. You can see all the writing he has on the wall with, like, second by second, what he needs to do today, gas. But, my question for you is, okay, cool, you're in animal science, you want to be an exotic animal vet. Is that your ambition? Do you want to do that for show? Did someone put that in you like yeah you would you do really well with animals you already have all of this experience with animals you probably just continue down that road is this your ambition this is my like i guess it's my passion this has always been my dream to work with animals like back in elementary school it was like community or bring your parent to work day yeah that thing yeah yeah and somebody's parent was a vet and that's how i got introduced to the world of veterinary medicine or like animals all that and that's just that's literally as that's how I got introduced into it and I've always wanted to work with animals but I don't know somebody doing what I'm doing because I don't know anybody that is interested in the exact same stuff as me okay so question question another question another question another question what's the difference between passion and ambition because they are different I feel like passion I don't know I feel like you can have a passion for something but you don't go out and get it I feel like passion is just a flowery way of saying like I really you like, like that. something yeah, yeah I really like that but I feel like ambition but is like I, I oh, think I, I think, like this and I want to do something I think it. we overuse the the term passion like I feel like we just use passion to be like this is what I'm currently doing yeah and I don't hate it you know what I mean like like when I think of like what like passion of the Christ like Passion of the Christ. Yeah. Do I feel that way about photography? <laughs> Probably not. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's 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 just something I would really like to do with my life. Yeah. It like something like if you if you have a quote unquote passion for exotic animals, if you didn't get to do that that opportunity, how beat up would you be? Me? Yeah. I would be hurt. You'd be hurt for sure. For sure. But you would find the next thing to do. Oh, you, would, yeah. you would you would supplement that with something else. Yeah. Passion, passion, passion. We overuse that word to the extent where it almost means nothing to us anymore. Yeah, it's like which you... is crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah. Passion. We have a 
passion for it. Come on now. Ambition, I feel like, yeah, I really like it. Um, doing the steps that it takes to get to the point where I'm like, this is something I can do with my life. And I have future goals within it. I feel like that's ambition. Like if you're ambitious, you're looking for the next thing. You're looking for the next thing. You're looking for yeah. the next thing to prepare yourself for the final thing. You've got Zeke you're trying to get to. You're at, I don't know, you're not at A, so like C. And then you know the, the next couple letters that you got to get there. You might be figuring them out along the way, but like LMNLP might come a little faster than yeah. QRSTUV. But either way, you know amb- ambition is going to get you from there to there. If you're at A trying to get to Z and you're like, I'm going to die if I don't get to Z. Yeah. Do you really feel about that? Like that way about anything? I feel like, I feel like with the veterinary medicine stuff, I feel like my, my final goal, my final goal at the end of the day. Mazel tov, homie. I'm like, crazy. I need that. That's what I want to do. Mazel tov. No matter like what, even this podcast, this podcast, one of the realms that I want to have in my final business is to be able to have. A YouTube channel. I want to have a podcast. I want to have a whole bunch of different stuff. I want to be on TV. I want to see myself on like commercials. I want to be able to do a whole bunch of different stuff. I heard but this of, is like I the first time I want to, not a lot of I needs. What do you mean? I want to do it, so I'm going exactly. to. Exactly. You want to do it. Yeah, but I'm going to. I'm just talking about the difference between passion, which I think we overuse, and ambition. Ambition You're being, ambitious. Ambition you want being, a YouTube channel. You want to be on TV. You want all of these things. And that's yeah. gas. And I'm so proud of you. Can't wait to see you get there. However, your passion is passion. Like, you can't live without. And I think in terms of your professional career, we're all kind of comfortable saying, look, I want to do this. I would be okay with something else. Somewhere along the lines. You would be okay. He's shaking his head. Yes, you would be okay if you had a YouTube channel. You would be okay if you had a successful business. You would be okay if it honestly had nothing to do with animals. Cool. Gas. Whatever. No. Whatever. It depends on... I just refuse. I refuse to believe. You, you're sitting here. I'm looking at this right now. Right? Yes. I'm looking at your board. I see a lot of veterinary stuff on there. Yep. Cool. You yourself are doing green initiatives on campus. And you might have a future in st- establishing green initiatives throughout the future or at least yeah. connecting with companies cool gas but when it comes down to it i refuse to believe you wouldn't be like well you know i studied animal science for sure loved every second of it but if i'm going to sit here i'm going to create i'm going to you know create the next tesla or my next tech company and i can create the teams that you know understand the technology that goes into it i'm just leading them and i'm the i'm the face i'm the one that's on youtube i'm the one that's doing podcasts you would be okay but that's not what i'm that's not that's not what i'm passionate about though that's not what like that's not what makes me happy what makes me happy is i want to be able to help animals and help the environment nature in general and i want to build a gigantic business stringing from that that'll be able to touch a whole bunch of different realms whether it's which once again Gas. I just can't imagine myself being so fluid and open to interpretation in terms of my professional career, which once again goes into the whole idea of expectations, the expectation of me. You don't have, it seems as though you don't have expectations within yourself to you have to do this one thing. You say, look, I can do this, this, that, and the third. Yeah. I can pull from here. I can pull from here. I like that. So I want to do that. And I like this. I'm, I'm going to scoop that in to the bottom somewhere. And you can do that. 
Cool. Proud of you, big homie. Wish nothing but luck for you. Me, personally, I just couldn't imagine it. I just can't imagine myself doing that. I can't. And I might be so one-track-minded within me. And I might be something I need to work through. And I might. And if I ever do, I'll come back on the podcast and I'll talk about how I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, you know, creating documentaries about, you know, <laughs> food security within the yeah. United States or something like that. But as of right now, it it feels as though it's a one or the other and one seems much more profitable and beneficial to my community than the other. It's an ambition of mine to do both. However, one ambition has expectations surrounding it and the other doesn't. So when it comes down to it, if I can sustain myself, sustain my family, if I can make the people around me proud, and if I can use this opportunity and privilege that I was given in the most impactful way possible, that's the one I'm going to pick 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Every time. And I'll probably pick it this time. And so, <laughs> if you ever need volunteer hours, please come to the Second Harvest Food Bank located at 2517 Phillips Avenue. <laughs> I guess. But, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's there. It's, it's looming. Both of them are my ambitions. So you got to bridge them. You know, you know, you know what's crazy? I was thinking about while you were talking. I apologize. I was thinking about it. My passion is to make my mother proud. That's it. That's beautiful. That's my passion. No. <laughs> that's my passion. Like, yeah. that's what I need to do. If I can make Stephanie Laverne Luster Teasley and Edward Wayne Teasley the first proud, that's it. That's my passion. And everything that I've done since the second I was born has been to do that. That's my passion. That's why I can't say food insecurity is my passion. That's why I can't say photography even at this point. Within this point in this conversation, I can't say that's my passion because it that's not something I need. I would be okay choosing photography. No, I wouldn't really. But you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> given given, you know, all the the time, energy, effort, colleagues, money, whatever yeah. I needed, if they said, Look, if you want to follow photography, follow photography, I'd be okay with that. If they said, Look, you've already have all this experience within food insecurity and creating food sovereignty and policy writing and nonprofit management and everything, I'll be cool doing that. But regardless, whatever I end up doing, my passion is to make my parents proud. So what is your passion? I just want to be happy. Yeah, see, that's what, that's what makes us different. <laughs> that's what makes us different. I just want to be happy. I want, it's like, I feel like, this is one of the podcast episodes I had in the past with my mom. But pretty much what drives me is doing what makes me happy being me and I like seeing other people happy I like seeing other people follow their dreams which is why I feel like with photography and food insecurity if those are two things that you really enjoy and have I won't say passion because he said it's not passion but combining those two things that make you happy even if they're not passions I feel like that would make you happy at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, what do your parents want for you? To be happy. To make that you could money. Do, you could do to make that right? money. You could do absolutely anything. Nah, my family bad <laughs> And but. that's that's exactly why the first question that I asked, or one of the first questions that I asked, if you could just drop everything and be fully financially stable with something that you could do. It's photography. Yeah. And honestly and honestly that's a that was a practice answer. Like, in my introduction, I was like, I want to one day say, 
I was I'm a photographer. Yeah. And even that was practice in my head. I was like, oh, it's gonna be gas. It's gonna get. <laughs> it's gonna get him. You know what I'm saying? But like, like when it comes down to it, my passion is for my parents to go to sleep and be like, I don't have to worry about Will. Yeah. That's my thing. And one of them, one of one of my two options, one of them for sure, hands down, they would say, I do not have to worry about Will. But isn't that expectations? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Which is, which goes into the expectation piece of what I want to do with my life. But then food insecurity, they're the the ex not expectation, the my own preconceived feelings about that environment as much as I love it cool there's there's security in that sad sadly enough sadly enough and as tragic as it is like I know if I go into this world like I said earlier like I was making a joke earlier like if it gets resolved in the next two years it won't which is really sad and my ambition within that kind of realm is if I follow down that track, I want to put myself out of the job one day because I did it so well that I'm not needed at some point. Yeah, that's my thing. If I'm going down this track at some point, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm not gonna be in my job anymore. I don't want this to be. I don't want to die within or retire at least within this realm because I mean I didn't do enough in my specific community because it's when it comes to social projects. If you're doing them for the rest of your life, come on. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. within this world, my the idea of, you know, putting myself through the own pressure of like, look, I have to go through this. I have to come up with these policies that are gonna create generational generational knowledge that at some point lends them to not need people like me anymore. Yeah. That's weird. It's like eliminating the problem. Exactly. That's weird and scary. It's a scary thing to do. Yeah. That's horrifying. But it's what I want, not passion. It's an ambition. That's what I want. Like, I want that. I need. My mama to tell me, like, oh, I'm proud of you. Like, that's what I need. <laughs> and one one lends itself to allow that kind of that, hearing that more than the other. And so I'm willing to do what I have to do to make sure that my mama... You know, pats me on the head every once in a while. <laughs> to me, it sounds like you have multiple passions, but ambitions. Ambition. You don't listen. <laughs> no. But yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. I don't yeah. mean. Yeah. But how do you go? Or how do you go about differentiating passions and ambitions, and then not letting them control your life or other people controlling your life? Mm. Like doing what makes you happy, no matter what anybody else thinks. Mm. Making sure that your happiness is the number one priority. What you want to do is the number one priority, right. as opposed to letting somebody else's voice or society's expectations or what you feel like you should do versus <laughs> what in your heart, mind, and soul, what in your soul, mm. what that decision would be. Mm. Uh, womp womp. <laughs> um, I think... Was that a good question? It was a good question. <laughs> because... I don't have a smart ass remark back. <laughs> but um yeah. You said what difference what differentiates between a passion and an ambition and not allowing that to impact your own happiness. Yeah. I don't know. I'll tell you when I find out. 
the next podcast yeah. episode. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you when <laughs> I find out because it's really, it's really sick how you know all of this time that I've been talking, I've been saying like I want to make my mama proud. I want to make my dad proud. I want to to help others. I yeah. want to da 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 da, and I want to da da da. And at the end of it, it's always like people's perception of me doing something that they like. Like what you should do. What I should do. Photography, even at its core, is I'm creating art that you have to like. You know what I mean? Like when you're talking about painting, when you're talking about, you know, music or anything like that, you can create that for you. Like for you to like it. Yeah. When it comes to photography, it's really 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 objective honestly objective yeah i think that's what it is yeah yeah i, I think, think it doesn't make sense i think that's a word objective i think that's a word yeah yeah objective simply because like yeah i can like my photo perfectly fine but if you're the model and you, you ask like me that. to take <laughs> your photo yeah then what could i do what can i it's not like I can sit or I can take self portraits of myself for the rest of my life. Where's like what's the audience for that? Yeah. What's the 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 overarching you know bag getting aspect of that? Yeah. If I'm contracted to do a job, my job is to make sure you like it. To if make sure that you're satisfied. Exactly. If like you're sitting here, you're painting a photo for some or painting a, a painting for somebody. Look, this is my style. You gave me direction. This is my style. If you like it, don't like it. Cool. Yeah. When it comes to photography, it's like, look, you have to like this regardless. No, like, I feel you, like the same thing. No, you contracted me to do this. You wanted your birthday photos. Gas. Let me help you. But you have to like the photos and you have to post them wherever you're going to post them. And then you have to take them to the accreditation that, okay, cool, I want 400, 500, 600, 700 likes on this photo. And that's a lot of pressure on me. Right? Because I have to make sure that my work is as good as it can be to have my own style and have my own flair. But for you to also be, get the appreciation and validation that you would like on your birthday, on your big day, on whatever you would like to submit in time, you would like other people to experience that with you. Photography is interesting because you can sit here, you can edit all you want. You can, you can, you know, use all the lights and, and angles and different, you know, lenses and everything, but you're really capturing a moment. A and moment in time. And spreading it. Yeah. Like sharing that with others. That's unique. That's extremely unique. It, yeah. It's, you can, you know, have creative directors and you can have like backdrops and everything, but regardless, that is how you looked on August 3rd at 1 a.m. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is what you looked like. And so, that's why I think everyone kind of get. Maybe it's just me because I'm a photographer. Or yeah. I like to call myself a photographer. You're a but photographer. But, like, I see... You don't do something for two years and then not call yourself that. But, um, <laughs> but, like, you see photos of, you know, college campuses from the 90s. And you're like... Like that, that, they took that moment. That was a moment. They, in time. That was a moment in time. Yeah. 
and they're still distributing that around and it's beautiful to look at every single time you look at old photos of like you as a kid or like your parents as kids or your great grandparents as kids and like you're like wow that was a moment and then being the person that creates that makes you happy tweaking bro that's so much pressure it's so much pressure it's beautiful when it's done well it's fucking beautiful but it's objective like but as long as you I'm saying as long as you like it then it shouldn't matter hey I can like it all I want I need rent is do the first so then yeah so then that's where like the whole cause it's complicated because then there's that's the whole money thing that comes in with it yeah rent is do the first regardless <laughs> so right regardless of if I like my photos or not rent is due but you know um, I love photography for what it is because I do like the challenge of you know I have to meet your expectations within but yeah i love photography for the challenge of it i love how creative you can get with it yeah and just you got full I, creative control with it yeah like my my favorite photo of all time of all time the one i ever took was sydney brower sid brower sid good old sid good old sid was jiho we're coming from a, a park or something like that and we're sitting here, and for some something just caused him to be like, "Look, I'm gonna hang out the window." And he probably won't like. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. He's like, he probably won't like me telling the story, but he decides to hang out the window, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like we're in college, like idiot, we are in a global pandemic, we are in college right now, coming from like during Jiho, like our first for real, for real, for real Jiho, right? And so I hopped out of the car, I'm hanging out. And I take a photo of him. We're at a stoplight. So we're not even moving, right? But we're at a stoplight. Don is driving. We're having a great time. Cool. I took two photos. One of him, he's eating some Cheetos. And it was just a moment. Like, taking that moment and saying, like, I'm, what makes me most excited about that photo is he has that forever. And he can take that to his kids and be like, yeah, that was me. No, yeah. That was me. Like, that's what I look like. That's what I was doing. I was having an amazing time with my best friends during an amazing time of my life, during what we suspected was going to be a terrible time. Like, we, it's, it's just being able to create that. There's no other art form like it. And I love it. I love it. It's, it's an ambition of mine to continue to do that. And sure, I can send it to my mom. She'd be like, oh, that looks nice. Rent is due the first. Like, so I don't know. It's, it's complicated. And, I feel like when I when I offered up this conversation, I had a lot m- more concrete stuff to say, and now I'm saying that's not how it's like, supposed to go. Now I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. But I feel like you're gonna listen to this back one day, and you're gonna be like, photography was a passion because you don't talk about photography like you just go out and take some pictures. You talk about photography with a deeper meaning behind it, and why you are it. passionate about photography. Ambitious. I feel like he's passionate about photography. Maybe, but and maybe, you know, maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it is a passion that I'm scared to have it as my passion. I think that's what it is because of the expectations. Because you're I'm a scary it, dude. It always comes up with. There's always some contingency, whether it's oh, but you need the the money aspect, which is a big aspect. It's like it's massive. So yeah, massive. so either that or what it you comes should do. to the capitalistic regime that we live in. <laughs> right. That's besides the point. Um. I mean, I feel like you're gonna listen back to this, and you're gonna see that's a passion. But either way, it might be. It might be. I might. I might wake up tomorrow and be like, "No, photography is my passion for sure. It's what I care about the most." 
Yeah. Other than making my mama proud. It's like, making my mama proud, you can't see it, but you can imagine what I'm doing right now. Making my mama proud, photography. <laughs> it's right there. It's one yeah. and two, easy. Or one A, one B. But above all, I need to make my mother proud. Yeah. I need to make my father proud. I need to be able to look my brother in the eye and be like, yes, I did that. Cool. And that's And go about my day. If I'm sitting here, a struggling photographer, fighting, asking my parents for a da 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 and da, and I mm, 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 couldn't do it. Yeah, well, that's, and so, that's and also so, why you're blessed with the position that you're in. I'm scared. It's okay. I'm scared, dog. Though. I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. And right. I hate, I always hate those like, do you know what you want to do with the rest of your life? Conversations because it's like, does anybody like do do people that like are even in the position like actual professions know what they want to do for the rest of their lives? And like, are you truly and honestly happy exactly where you are? There, uh, there's a population of people that absolutely are, and blessed. Gas, I love it for them. You know, you got you know mechanics. You've got uh, you know people that I work with specifically. They're like, I love. I love doing my job. It's like, if you saw yourself 20 years ago, like, looking forward, how would they feel? Yeah. And they'd be like, yeah, I'm still, gas. That person, I don't think is me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm envious of all of them. Like, I work with um, this lady, and she just loves what she does. She wakes up every single day so excited to come into work. And I love seeing that excitement within her. And I feel like that's what it could be with you with photography. Maybe. 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 However, let's do the first. Rent. Good old rent. But that's why you're in the position that you are. That's why you're doing what you need to. To be able to get what you need so that you can have the get rent paid. Get everything you need to. And then what? Be able to do photography in your off time. Develop it. And if it takes off takes off in the future bridge food insecurity photography whatever you want to do photography is literally you can use that with anything dap when we made dap what came up in dap and being able to promote it advocate for it all that type of stuff who's the photographer you you can incorporate it with anything that you want to do that's one thing about photography that can be used with absolutely anything and geared towards whatever message that you want to be able to convey with it. And you're good with that. You have good creative, you're good at creating an image that other people will understand. And this is life through Jeremiah's eyes. (laughs) And if you're listening to this, and and I sound like I'm complaining a lot. I do that on a regular and I do apologize. Um, I'm very happy with my life. I'm happy where I'm at. And so this was, this was just like, uh, please don't, 5150 me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the tradition with all these episodes, I have two questions. First question, what are three things that you live by or your three keys to life? Mm. I'm going to sound terrible when I say this. You're not the main character. Relax. Everybody has thoughts, feelings, and emotions and they are... Let me repeat that. Let me repeat that. You're not the main character. So it sounded like they connected and they didn't. You're not the main character. Relax. Try your best to understand other people's perspectives and do your best to be. My mom, my mom has this saying where she says, I did more good than evil today. And so today was a good day. 
Yeah. I try to live life in a plus of good with the bad. Yeah. You know, where people, we're going to do bad things every single day. We're going to hurt people that are close to us. We're going to hurt our friends' feelings, the people that we love's feelings. But if you do a little bit more good than bad every single day, then it can't be a bad day. So that's what I try to live by. I don't know how, how I've been rocking with that recently. But <laughs> that's what I try to live by. And second one, if you could have a conversation with a 12-year-old you, just about to go to high school, what would the conversation be about? Or what advice would you give and why? I would tell him to chill out. Just relax. <laughs> I, would, I would tell him all of those things that I currently live by. Not the main character. Please try to respect other people's lives. <laughs> and do more good than bad. That man was a menace. <laughs> shout out, menace shout to out, society. Yeah, shout out 12-year-old Will. <laughs> good Lord. Teasley? Teasley? Nah, bro. Goodness gracious. Nah. What about you? Has anybody ever asked you, what do you live by? Um, I would say three things that I live by. Number one, do whatever makes me happy. Um, that's why I do all the different opportunities that I have, no matter if they're in my specific realm or if I see other people doing it. Because I don't know any other person in animal science doing all the different stuff that I'm doing. Talk that's talk. What, wait, that's what makes me happy. Though. Talk that talk. Talk that talk. <laughs> um, so I do that. Um, second, everybody has feelings, emotions, thoughts, opinions. So always take those into consideration because they can, they all add context. Um, everything's not seen through one person's eyes. What you think may be the whole story is not the whole story. And then lastly, I believe that anything is possible. Like, genuinely, absolutely anything is possible. I've had so many conversations about this, debates about this, and I just feel like anything is possible. The fact that there's a way for world hunger to be solved in two years, I feel like that's possible that you could do that. I fully believe that you can do that. Why? Because I feel like anything's possible. Um, but that's just something that I live by, which is why I dream so much, or why I have these like big ideas, big plans. I don't know. I just go for it. And that's also what makes me just go for stuff. Because I'm like, why not me? If they say no, okay, if I don't get this opportunity, so what? But I'm going to try because I want to. It makes me happy. It's interesting to me. And I can try and relate it to what I want to do in the end. That's beautiful, man. Thank you. I don't agree, but that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. What a what a what an optimistic way of looking at life. You got to be optimistic. It's a cold, cold world out there. The world's crazy. We live in a. It is a cold, cold world out there. So I'm cold world. back. <laughs> no. So then it's hey, like you hey, got to be. Um, you got to be happy. Um, um. What? What is it? Endo. Endothermic. <laughs> no. Exothermic. Cold-blooded? No, I have to take the heat from others. I'm not creating exothermic. Endo, bro. We just had this conversation. You're gonna get that's blasted. Podcast, You're gonna get blasted. That's the end of the podcast, bro. You're gonna. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast episode, and thank you for also being a great friend. Truly amazing. Absolutely, man. <laughs> hey, hey, have me back on. <laughs> for sure, it. for sure. Uh, anything that you would like to promote? Shameless plugs. Things you have going on that you like to say something about or last letters that words that you would like to leave the audience with? Oh, yes. Um, Google solipsism. S-O-L-I-P-I-S-M. Solipsism. That's a really beautiful idea that is really tragic. I hope you don't believe in it, but I think it's a really interesting idea. And so if you ever get the chance, 
Google solipsism. I'll tell you about it later. Alright. That's it. That's all I have to promote. Enough for soccer. Or oh <laughs> You see what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, um my Instagram is but call me will. Uh like B U T C A L L M E Will W I L L. Um Recently had a project that I worked on. Was really excited. Had a lot of people from Auntie. Absolutely beautiful. Um, thank you. I appreciate it. Helping me out on it, and I think it turned out really, really great. Um, for sure, dude. Definitely proud of it, and I'm really excited for my next one, which should be dropping a little bit soon. But um, just trying to find other people to help me out with it, and so you know, follow me um, if you would like to see you know just this this. Sad kid from Greensboro. A beautiful, follow, creative Follow mind. his ambition. Um, That's actually a passion could, that he doesn't recognize yet. Yeah. You could definitely, you know, any any shoots that you need, just let me know. But um, thank you for having me. This was thank awesome. you for joining. I did not peep that we talked for like over an hour. I'm telling you, it's just a conversation. Uh, this is cool. Good little vibe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got for you. Great, great. Thank you so much again. Be on the lookout for more episodes and also stay tuned for all the special guests that I will have on in the future. I'll continue to have amazing conversations with incredibly dope people that I've met throughout my many adventures. Also, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Through Jeremiah's Eyes for updates and more content. It would also be amazing if you could also like, share, and subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss an episode and we can continue to grow this community. Thank you so much for your time, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode for another look through my eyes. See you soon. Yeah, it's a cool outro. Thank you. It's a cool little outro.